You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. Hey, my awesome friends. Welcome to American Sex, a podcast dedicated to normalizing conversations about pleasure and alternative sexual expression by challenging those puritanical backward ass ideals we have right here in the United States. This is episode 131 of American Sex Podcast, and I'm Sunny Megatron. My co-host is Ken Melvoinberg, who you'll be hearing from in just a few minutes. We're both sexuality educators, pleasure advocates, and kinky perverts, too. And we're married, by the way. This week, we talk with OnlyFans sensation, Savannah Solo. Now, if you've been traversing the NSFW side of Twitter lately, you've probably stumbled across Savannah Solo at one point or another. Savannah is new to the sex work scene, but in her short time, she has developed quite a name for herself, not just creating booby content, but also creating funny videos about the woes of online sex work to unite the community. She crams her love of comedy and Star Wars into everything she can, including her name, Solo, not for the cup, for the Han. And she has one of the fastest growing OnlyFans pages out there. And there she does everything from hot sauce challenges to spicy cosplay and solo videos. Seriously, this conversation was so much fun. And damn, after this week, did I need that? We laughed so much, my cheeks hurt. Savannah tells us what happens when you become a sudden OnlyFans sensation. In just a few months, she has earned her way to the top 0.2% of all OnlyFans creators. And with that came a steep ass learning curve. She talks about the struggle to keep up with the mind-numbing number of custom orders she has and trying to fulfill them while she's just one overworked person. Savannah also tells us the must-know information for those starting out on OnlyFans. You know, although her experience was definitely not the norm, she offers some great advice on pricing items, adjusting your earnings expectations, dealing with criticism, learning to love your body, and a whole bunch more. She also gives us insight on some of her viral comedic characters and alter egos that she plays in her social media clips, like Jim Jim. He's the stereotypical clueless client and also her old-timey mid-Atlantic accented competitors who don't always play fair, dear. Now, you know how you meet people and you instantly think, oh my God, they are the coolest. Like, okay, okay, you are my new best friend now, right? Okay, please, 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 can we be best friends? You are so fun. Uh, That's what happened to both me and Ken when we talked to Savannah. And I'm going to lay bets that it might happen to you too. But before we introduce you to our best friend, American fuckers, get out that soap because we got some ball washing to do, aka housekeeping. Now, first, I'm teaching a couple of classes for Sugar Baltimore online in early June. In fact, they're coming up fast. Prostate Play is on Saturday, the 6th of June, and Long Distance BDSM is on the 11th of June. Check the show notes for episode 131 at americansexpodcast.com for links to both of those sessions. Now, secondly... I hope you've already joined our American Sex Podcast Discord server. And if not, uh, hello, you need to get over there. Come on. It's a lot of fun. Go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash Discord, D-I-S-C-O-R-D, A-S-P for American Sex Podcast. Discord's a community platform that's sort of like if you mashed up a traditional um, like web forum or even a Reddit style forum with the capabilities of Zoom where you can do video and voice chat if you opt to as well. Our sex positive community is very welcoming and really active. We talk about sex, mental health, and off-topic stuff like recipes and funny memes and gaming nights that we host right on our server. And there's a whole lot more too. In the littles, the littles are taking over. They have their own area. It's so cute. I'm not a little, but I love just reading all the little stuff because there's cute stuffed animals and outfits. And oh my God, I might be a little. Anyway, um, 
after you're a member for a while and you build rapport with the community, you're invited to join the playground, which is like the naked booby NSFW 18 plus area. There's sexy selfies, there's erotica, you can play and a lot more. Again, join us at bit.ly, bit.ly slash discord ASP. Also, Join us this Wednesday night and every Wednesday night until the end of time for our free sex ed live stream on Get Vocal, 8 p.m. Pacific time at bit.ly slash sunny get vocal spelled S-U-N-N-Y G-E-T-V-O-K-L. And there you can watch our shows and subscribe. And when you subscribe, you unlock all of our past recorded streams. So there's electric play and mastering the G-spot, making pervertibles, erectile dysfunction, uh, kinky game shows, intro to BDSM, sex toys 101, dirty talk, humiliation. I mean, there's so much there. It is a treasure trove of sex information. So come on over. Uh, American fuckers, look at your watch. You know what time it is, right? It's big welcome and heartfelt appreciation time to the new members of our Patreon family. Yep, our Patreon family continues to grow and grow and grow. I want to give a big, huge welcome and heartfelt appreciation to George, Rick, Old Crow, and Mark for becoming American Sex Podcast Patreon supporters this past week. You can become an American Sex Patreon member too by going to patreon.com slash American Sex. And you get stuff. There's bonus stories from our guests, extra full-length episodes, all of our episodes early. I send you American Sex Podcast stickers in the mail. I got a shipment going out, so get in on this quick and you'll get them soon. Uh, You get a shout-out on the podcast, like so many things, patron-only video hangouts, a special area in our Discord. And for our $10 and up members, I have an off menu bonus perk going on right now, which is every Tuesday night, we screen an episode of my TV show, Sex with Sunny Megatron, and then we do a Q&A afterwards. So it's not listed on our Patreon page. You have to be in the know to know this is happening. So join on up. I'm going to include a link to details about that specific perk in our show notes at americansexpodcast.com. But I hope you come join us. Now there's one last thing before we get to the fun stuff. And this is a serious thing. There's there's shit going on in our country right now. So I want to take a moment to acknowledge what's happening in America at this very moment. I'm talking about the horrific murder of George Floyd and all of the protests that are happening right now. Black people in America are freaking angry, hurt, and tired of being murdered. Bottom line. And I just want to take a moment to remind you that claiming the identity of, quote, I'm not racist isn't enough, especially right now. Unless you are actively anti-racist, being silent about what's happening is akin to being complicit. It is imperative right now. You do what you can. And that can look like many different things. And of course, yes, I am referring specifically to non-Black folks right now. So it could be something as simple as having anti-racist conversations with your own friends and family. It could be being an ally to help amplify Black and Brown voices at protests or in your communities. Or it could be donating even just a few extra dollars to help the cause. In the show notes for this episode, 131, I'm going to put a couple of links to get you started. One is a comprehensive list of anti-racism resources, and the other is a bail funds and legal help resource organized by city. Please, please, please help us dismantle these oppressive and racist systems. And rest in power, George Floyd. Okay, whoo. Take a deep breath, American fuckers. Yes, take a deep breath. (sighs) For the next hour, we got you. We're going to take some of that weight off your shoulders. You're going to laugh so damn hard. Your cheeks might seize up. Get ready to meet your new BFF Savannah Solo. We have with us the one, the only, Savannah Solo. And if you've been anywhere on the internet and you have a Twitter or an OnlyFans, you better know, or you like Star Wars or boobs, you better know who the fuck Savannah is. 
Hello, Savannah, and thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and talk to us olds. <laughs> Howdy! I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited right now. I wish this was a video chat so you could see the shit being red on my face. I'm so... <laughs> you could not wipe it off of me with sandpaper. Oh, yay! I can hear it. I can hear your, your cheeks, Good. you know. <laughs> they are me. clenched! Yay! <laughs> yay! So... Uh, I, I have to thank you, Ken, because I would not know that Savannah existed. I mean, maybe I would. I have Twitter, but, um, I would not know if Savannah existed as quickly as I did if it weren't for you. <laughs> oh, I've been following her since yeah. she first came out on OnlyFans and it was like she, you know, the, of course I, she had me at the boobs and then <laughs> like the Star Wars kind of clinched it, but it was one of the best only fans that I've ever been attached to. And this isn't us trying to like, we don't get a kickback from Savannah for, for this. This is just, well, honest hey, phrase. you know, th- we just started the interview. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things that was amazing, it's um sort of like how when, when we got our show on Showtime, they said that, you know, they watch all these YouTube videos. And the one thing was that like, we had a shitty cell phone on an upside down styrofoam crate with cats going back and forth in front of us, but they were still fascinated by listening to us on YouTube for over 10 minutes which was a feat for a hollywood producer much in the same way i was watching savannah and i couldn't stop watching and then i was surprised because i forgot there was fuck fuck happening and suddenly she was not only funny and star wars and boobs and rolling around and great editing marketing business sense savvy um all of it kind of rolled together to make one and and then fuck fuck happened and then jim 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 and the fuck fuck first of all tell us about jim jim I think he's peeing in his pants a little bit. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Um so Jim Jim, sweet, sweet Jim Jim. He is the um he's the uh, the the party mascot for all of my subscribers. He's the uh he's the totem, the token that we all just associate uh with. Uh he he was Never going to be named Jim Jim. He was going to be completely unnamed until I was uh, as improvising Jim Jim's debut video, and I realized that <laughs> it might be really funny to name my sweet, difficult, unnamed subscriber Jim Jim because it just sounds so stupid. <laughs> 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 so, and so he um i didn't realize jim jim was going to be uh quite a, a cultural hit <laughs> he's like he's a cult classic now <laughs> but um but no that's a uh, that's sweet jim jim he's he's difficult he's he's the the difficult subscriber that i love anyway so yeah. Aww. And to just paint a picture for our listeners, which we call American fuckers. So Jim Jim is a character that you play and kind of like in the style of, you know, like TikTok videos where it's like you turn one way and you're one character and then you turn the other way and you're another character. And Jim Jim is your stereotypical kind of, uh, would I say clue? I don't want to, I don't want to insult your <laughs> subscribers, but yeah. can I insult Jim Jim? I, what's the etiquette here? Okay, so yes, I'm sorry. I, I feel like I did a terrible, I, or a terrible job of explaining exactly what what Jim Jim was. But yes, he he is my uh, my subscriber alter ego, and he um, yes, he's the you can you can insult him a little bit because he's he's just a little bit ignorant to the uh, the the culture or or how how things operate or the etiquette is what I'm looking for. He's he's a little bit ignorant to the etiquette. of of um of interacting with with people uh, on OnlyFans and in sex work, so that's all. That's his only problem. He's so he's a good guy at heart. He's just a little in the dark about exactly how to go about talking to people and interacting with people in sex work. But uh, but he's he's very supportive and he'll, he'll run to your defense in, in the moment when you need it. But but yes, <laughs> he he seems to me like and this is going to be well before your time, Savannah. But like a micro seven. A Microsoft Seven, uh, like uh, character that helps you sort of understand the basics of the template. Oh, like the little, the, the little, little paper, the lizard paper icon. Yeah, yeah, the paper clip, like the yes. paper clip. <laughs> Like Jim Jim, sort of like the paperclip, and having and we work with a lot of people in porn and a lot of people that have OnlyFans. And to be honest, one of the the most amazing things it is fucking so difficult to reach the level of success which Savannah has 
culminated at this point at such an early age and you did it calculatingly. It's not an accident. People think like, it's COVID. I'm going to throw my tits out on the OnlyFans and yeah. money will just rain from the heavens. And it's it's just not that simple. And I think that when you have like some of your, your uh, scenes that you did with Jim Jim explaining like, all of the ridiculous fucking thing people ask for customs out of sex workers is just a perfect example. So, like, you have to have your titty hanging to the left three degrees yeah. while there is a wife beater t-shirt that you have to put the other half of it and your hair has to be dipping down. You have to look me in the eyes, say my name while you're orgasming and your right eye needs to roll back just a little bit so that I know that you're coming. That's right. That's right. But you can't do it touching your vagina. You have to be orgasming because you sniffed a particularly fragrant <laughs> peanut or something. It's like you <laughs> you can't actually do it for real. <laughs> Which oh my makes god. It all the more difficult. Oh my god. <laughs> and I would actually be fascinated to know like I cuz like I know a ton of sex workers and porn stars that follow you and they just love your content. Yeah. Uh, and, and you are very, very well regarded so, in the sex worker community. I, I just wanted to throw that out there. I have to say, <laughs> well, this actually came up because we're, we were interviewing another sex worker on our live stream show, and she was like, do you know Savannah Solo? And we're like, yes! And then, so, and then I pulled you up on my yeah, phone. And then and the sorry, next I stole day, your content he, and put it on the... He, uh, he emailed you. But, okay, so <laughs> I, before I was a sexuality educator and do all the stuff that I do, I was actually, I have a marketing degree and I worked for one of the top ad agencies in the world where I did marketing for like Procter & Gamble and Kellogg's and Miller Coors and all of that corporate bullshit, right? Yeah. So, like, I know marketing. And then I see you and I was like, Man, she knows some like is this is there some team behind her like how, you know like how the influencers are just like I'm just some influencer and I don't know what I'm doing and then you find out there was a whole marketing team behind oh, them gosh. and like, team Jim Jim right that's right all I have is Jim Jim so I want to know how the fuck did this happen like how did you go from like I'm just some chick to suddenly being this this OnlyFans sensation like how did you get here how did it start. Okay, so it was, it was, it actually was totally on accident, but it was also sort of in conjunction with, I started, um, I started OnlyFans in January, and I was uh, going through and I was trying to, I, I was trying to just market like really saucy and spicy photos and videos, and I couldn't quite, I couldn't quite capture enough attention. I, I realized like, I was, I was, sort of advertising myself with like quirky little quotes or something funny to say or like a pun just something really stupid because I would look on all of these threads of these gorgeous women advertising themselves and um, I was like I, I've got to do something to stick out here because I don't have you know these pictures aren't professional photography uh, you know I'm taking this on my phone in my room like I have to do something that is going to just if, – if I can't make someone go, oh, my God, that's the most gorgeous creature I've ever seen. She's an Aphrodite because apparently this is Donald Trump I'm talking about. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> I can't um, – if I can't make them, like, feel – super strongly about like just looking at me because my picture is so unique and different i have to say something funny or say something outrageous that makes them go wait a minute what the fuck <laughs> and so um i was doing that but i still you know i was really trying to just market the sexy side of myself and um that's that's not really me i'm not really i, I I'm really not too much of a outwardly sexy style person. I'm I'm very the average Jill, <laughs> and mm -hmm. so um, I I had just sort of I had been laughing for so long my, by myself about all of the ridiculous things that come into my DMs on Twitter and on OnlyFans, and so I felt like I needed to make uh, just a funny video just to get it out of my system because I couldn't stop thinking about it, like a montage of a day in my messages. And so I made a video about that, and and it, it blew up a little bit just within the community. And I was like, man, there is just not enough people making us giggle about all of the bizarre things we go through on a daily basis, like that needs to change. I'm, you know, I'm taking up the sword and the shield. Like, let's, let's go on. Let's do this. I'll be the, I'll be the one that, that makes fun of all of this so that you guys, what for one, don't have to worry about like, you know, what if someone gets upset from this? Um, and you know, it's, 
I feel like we all kind of needed it. It was right in the middle of the pandemic and um, the internet trolls were really out in full force and everyone was just kind of down, feeling down and out. Um, and I was like, man, you know what? We all need a smile today. <laughs> I will be the person who comes bearing the, the laughter. So, um, so then I realized after that, I realized, oh shit, I like I can only think of two other girls who are advertising through comedy. I I might have joined them in very accidentally cornering the market on this, and then I was like, oh, so like I'm gonna need to keep doing this, <laughs> and um, and that's when I realized like people people would subscribe to me and they would be like, I thought I was gonna get more funny videos. I'm upset that all it is is tits. What? <laughs> yes. No, for real. Like, you go there, and I'm looking for more comedy content. And then I was, but I wasn't upset that I saw fuck fuck. I was happy as hell. I, I just forgot there was fuck fuck. Well, it's. I mean, that's saying something because Ken is it, like you just love boobs. When I will send him emails, and he'll just kind of ignore my emails. But I started titling my emails boobs. And oh he would. I would he pay would, attention to that because like, she said, "Ken, open this email and print this document." Right. I won't pay attention to it <laughs> because he thought there may be a picture of my boobs, and so it's just like all business things that are really important. Instead of being urgent, I'm just like boobs. I think you need to start doing that again because <laughs> I'm in COVID brain right now, and I'm not paying attention That's to email. True. Fuck email. But long story short is. Ken is there for the boobs, and you actually made him forget about the boobs. Like that is a feat. <laughs> And she has really good boobs. Yeah, I've seen them. They're, you do have really good amazing. boobs. Yeah. Like I, I love that you have no fucks at the age of twenty what are you what are you, twenty two? Yes, tw- good old twenty two. Holy motherfucking Holy shit. Holy motherfucking shit. Okay. T shirts older than her. Jesus Christ, I'm old. <laughs> so Get off my lawn, Savannah. Are you are you just funny? Did you go to improv school? Are you a comedian? Like how, how, why are you like this, Savannah? Oh no, I'm, I definitely, it wasn't, it actually wasn't until like March whenever people started subscribing to my OnlyFans and asking where's the comedy that I was like, wait, uh, people think I'm actually funny? Like, oh, uh, I actually, I tried doing improv classes one time, um, I, I don't know. We were doing like a circle improv thing. I was never really good at it. I, in fact, I was actually pretty bad at it. But then um, then I farted really loud when it was my turn one time and then I could never come back. So <laughs> and, I just and now you get quit. paid for that. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, if you did a part a farty party. <laughs> yeah. A little a little uh, baby nose aspirator uh, and just like put a little poof in there and you can fart on command. Oh, saying. Yeah. My God! These are the things we pick up in the profession that we do. We learn how to fart on know. command. So, like... wait, Savannah, are you ready to be jealous about something? Yeah. Uh, we uh, are most of the crew that we originally worked with for our first TV show was the same people that worked on Star Wars Triple X, the award-winning Star Wars, and I have uh, three of the props from that. I've actually got a sand person helmet, a stormtrooper helmet. And uh, what was the third thing I that know. I had? Not I the Darth Vader. That's not the Darth Vader. It was because I have a lot of Star I can't Wars stuff. Remember? Uh, oh, there, I have a. Um, uh, uh, it's a uh, claw that had come in from one of the monsters. Oh, that is so fucking cool! Right. I am jealous of you. He's a big geek, and I don't know if you've seen his knuckle tattoos. One says, says Sith, and the other says Jedi. Oh, and have, nice. And then I have Darth Vader on the Sith hand and Yoda on the Jedi hand. Oh, the, my God. So my spanking hand is the Sith hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It has to be. It has right? to be. My favorite. And then the, and then I, the fisting hand is the <laughs> Jedi hand. It's the Jedi master. It's like, like what? what is that? The TARDIS. Like, I don't know how you get it in there, but it's bigger on the inside. inside. Anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyway, so we digress. It's like Mary Poppins purse. Totally, <laughs> totally. So you started OnlyFans in January. Was it just like Jesus hmm. Christ? You only started in January. I did. Yes. <laughs> and were you, was it on a like? Had you done sex work before, or you're just like shit? I need some extra money. Here's my boobs. Like, how did? What made you start OnlyFans? No, I had. Uh, I graduated. Not not this 
most recent December, but the December before I graduated from college, I had wanted to go to school for acting, but then I realized that I would feel really guilty about putting my parents like $200,000 in debt for me to go to New York City and chase my dreams. Um, so I ended up uh, going somewhere else, uh, somewhere more close to home. Um, and I got, I actually, uh, I got some pretty great uh, academic scholarships. And so I went and I got a degree in business, uh, which I thought I was just going to get because it was a really nice generic blank slate degree that would look good on a job application. Turns out that was fucking wrong because I spent <laughs> the next year applying places and um and i i applied and applied and applied i got interviews and i interviewed relentlessly and i mean i'm not i'm not a dumb gal i had a 4.0 all the way through college and i mean i i was really i was really kicking my own ass and um and so I really couldn't understand why I wasn't getting any jobs. Um, I was applying to everything, stuff I didn't want, stuff, stuff that I knew wouldn't really be good for me, just attempting to get a call back. But people don't people don't tell you that it's really not college so much that's a huge deal. It's more about having experience under your belt. Yep. And so um, – and I learned that the hard way because I had no experience. You know, I was working like a cashier job here and there uh, all throughout high school. And then um, I ended up working like three part-time jobs. Um, but whenever I started OnlyFans, I, I, really, I really didn't expect to make more than like $100 a month off of it. So like I wasn't – I think that's what helped me the most in the long run is I didn't go into it thinking like, God, why haven't I made $10,000 in one day because I, you know, tossed a picture of my left pinky toe out on the internet. Like why why isn't this working for me? It was like, a, okay, you know, like if this goes somewhere, then that's really, really cool. If it doesn't go somewhere, then I'm not going to – I, I cannot let myself emotionally or or um as far as like my self confidence I can't I can't let myself fall apart because of this so I'm just gonna uh, I'm gonna treat it like a casual thing and I'm gonna do it just because I like doing it and because I feel good about it and not try to really put all of my eggs into this basket um, which was really really helpful but God I was off base um. <laughs> yeah lo and behold five <laughs> months later you're in what is it the top two percent of creators um I in the top zero point two percent I, I would have corrected you on that had I known that that number was coming out of your mouth. I knew there was a two and there was a decimal somewhere, oh, yes. but holy yes. motherfucking shit. Okay, so I, I, I have no idea. You know, I'm a marketing geek. And I, I, it's funny because I was going to go to acting school and I didn't. And I went to business school. So oh. weird. And then she um, got a TV show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it, it came full circle. I ended up getting a TV show and going into it. That's why I wanted to do TV. So anyway, not about me, about you. Anyway, so um, <laughs> I have no idea what the, the statistics are on OnlyFans, but do you know, like, how many creators are there? Like, like quantify this for me. Tell me, like, how awesome you are with hard numbers. I I want to say there's somewhere around like the the hundred to fifty thousand creator range. I'm, I'm sure I could look it up and and figure it out. But I mean, like, yeah. I have a free page that I just post like funny the funny videos that I post on Twitter. It's basically like an archive for those. Um, but every once in a while, someone will tip me. I had put like a three dollar little pay per view lewd message like f far back, and every once in a while, someone will buy one of those. But I mean, like your um, your percentage is based off of your last thirty days of earnings. Right. So it's not cumulative over all time, uh, which which makes it fluctuate really drastically. Because like I could, you know, uh, this past this past weekend was uh, Memorial Day weekend, and I mean I made you know I, I didn't make chump change all weekend right. because people are outside, people are spending time with their families. They're not they're not horny on their computer sitting inside anymore. They're, they're they've forgotten about the pandemic at this point, and they're like, where are the hot dogs? Give me the hot dogs, not the ones on the internet, the actual hot dogs. <laughs> like, <laughs> where are they? And um, and so you know, I mean, that'll that'll factor in for the next thirty days until that falls off the back end, and you know, my percent 
can go up and down and up and down just depending on the day. And so it's not, um, I wish that was an, an all time or, or there was something a little bit more comprehensive that they could, uh, they could help us determine exactly kind of where we lie with, but mm-hmm. I guess it's just to keep it current. Um, sorry, I forgot where I was going with that. What did you ask me? I, was, I, I, I even, ramble so bad. I don't even know. Oh, like quantify with numbers. And you did. Oh, yeah. yes. Like okay. that's fucking amazing. Even if, even if you don't have the exact number, you know, 150, 200,000, you know, somewhere in that ballpark. Holy motherfucking shit. Oh, my God. So when did you see, was it like, because you said it was in March that you started to do more comedy? You're like the Carrie Fisher of OnlyFans. Oh, my God. That's, that's <laughs> amazing biggest compliment i think i've ever received (laughs) print some business cards and be like the carrie fisher and jim jim is like your gary fisher oh my god oh gary with his little tongue american fuckers if you do not know gary fisher go fucking look up gary fisher he's the cutest he's a frenchie right he's a frenchie Frenchie. yeah Yeah. um so it was march that you were like fuck this, I'm going to be funny on OnlyFans. And was it at that point, like, did you immediately start shooting up? Not heroin, that was a weird wording. (laughs) (laughs) Only the good shit. Savannah Smith, where is she now? Yeah. (laughs) Oh Oh my God. Oh, did I say Smith? Yes, yeah, Solo. It's okay. Uh, solo. I knew what you meant. Do you want me to be Savannah, Savannah Smith? Smith? I don't uh, know. Baby, who- baby, I'm whoever you want me to be. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. But but that actually kind of segues into the next question I had. Now, I've seen that um, creating content, you have reached that plateau with the new relationship that you have with the internets of um, finding a point where how much do I charge for custom content versus how much of a pain in the ass emotionally is it to make this shit and to get it on time have you come full circle at this point and realize that like you you probably need to raise your rates dramatically not that i'm telling you what to do with you know because you you very much have got your handle on this but i'm curious how are you approaching the issues with content burnout oh my god okay that has been such a massive issue it was the end it was almost a month ago exactly towards the end of april when i had I had a, a video. It did it did much better than all of the other Twitter Twitter videos I had put out, and it went. Um, I definitely don't think it was like viral, but it, it 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 made some rounds, and it pissed a lot of people off, which in turn made them share me more, which in turn made me get like a ton of subscribers all of a sudden. <laughs> and I had been working off of like you know I, I had I had just made like a oh thank you for you know like 150 or like 200 subscribers video, and it was I was just so excited about that, and so my prices were based on like I have 100 to 200 hundred subscribers and I'm just trying to drum up some business like I'm not I don't feel overwhelmed with these prices I feel like if I priced them anymore I would feel weird or guilty like if that was me and I you know dished out a whole bunch of money and you know what if it wasn't exactly what I wanted like you know I I have this like weird um like consumer empathy that yeah. <laughs> that I have like I'm I'm really I'm really like scared all the time that someone is going to get accustomed from me and then be sad that they spent that much money on it. So I, I think my price was, it was like 10 minutes for $50. And oh, that's too cheap. Yeah. That which has weird. come to my attention. Um, but About I mean, like, five, and, like just, just to let you know what the industry standard would that be? Like, were you an adult creator? You'd be getting at least 500 to a thousand dollars for that geez. period of time. Jesus Christ. And, and that's what people pay regularly and they don't balk twice at it. Aww. I think part of what's going on is that you're you're level three at what you're doing now and you, you, <laughs> you have, have the achievement called imposter syndrome. Yes. And you, and you start challenging yourself a little bit and you are concerned that am I legitimate? Am I charging too much? First of all, yes, you're legitimate. Okay, you're you're absolutely legitimate and you need to charge more. I want to break in really quick. Some people have business coaches. Ken known Samant our circle is business daddy. <laughs> He's like, You're worth it. Charge more. Oh yes, daddy. Yes, business daddy. <laughs> and you are. So Savannah, I need you to make a date with yourself to give yourself permission to take some time off from doing customs, however long you need in order to 
come to the realization that you are not an imposter and then accordingly give yourself a raise Thank for your you. level of fame and the level of work that you've put into this. I command this, thus it is so. I'm, I'm glad you command it because I actually did that a month ago and I'm still off from customs. Sure. Um, so I, um, I realized whenever I had an influx of about... 2,000 subscribers over two days um, and all of them saw that and they were like oh it's like a fire sale in here yeah <gasps> I'll order one and I'm like you know at the, at the moment I'm just like oh my god I'm getting so many orders this is so wonderful this is so exciting and then I looked down and I had like over a hundred um, customs and I was like oh <laughs> I told everyone one to two weeks <laughs> like oh, oh no and um, I'm st I'm still processing those customs from a month ago, wow. and like I mean it's it has been harrowing because like I, I guess in the moment in the excitement of like oh no this is really happening like oh this is so cool and I can't believe this is all happening at once like wow I was saying yes 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 absolutely I can do that and then I looked down and I was like. What is my clit gonna do? <laughs> oh my! Is it still gonna be on my body when this is over? Is it gonna disintegrate? It's gonna turn to ash. Like I, I was like, how am I gonna manage this? How am I gonna how how am I gonna do this so that I don't like how how am I gonna do this so I'm not miserable and I'm still working um, a, a part time job just because you know not that I particularly am, am locked in and like financially bound it's just because I I had sort of made a commitment to it and I I have to see it through and so um and uh so that's something that will be reassessed in the future but for right now it's like you know I have I have all this time that is allotted to other things and so at first my first knee-jerk reaction was okay I'm gonna increase every price on this list by 50 percent and so I I, I halved the numbers and then I added it on there and so like my my ten dollars for fifty minutes became ten dollars for seven or I'm sorry uh, my ten minutes for fifty dollars became uh, ten minutes for seventy five dollars and so on and so forth and um, and then I realized oh that is also much too cheap. I sent it off to a friend of mine who uh, has been doing, she's been doing camming, I want to say for like nine years. Her name is Lauren Vickers. And I, I said, Lauren, I was like, Lauren, please, I need you to take a look at this for me. I was like, am I too cheap? Are my prices too cheap? Like, is that what my problem is here? Or is it just that I have a lot of people all of a sudden that want content? Do I need to raise my prices? Or or is it just that I have suddenly I have this influx of people who are excited to see me? And she was like, hmm, no, I think your prices are good. I also think you could double all of them. And I was mm -hmm. like, what? And she's like, yeah, you could double that. And she was like, do you want to see my menu? And then she showed me her menu, and I was like, holy shit. Oh, my God. Am I the Dollar Tree of porn? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well. and it turns out I am I, or I was and so um, at that point I was like oh no I gotta shut this down I just gotta shut this down because people were getting disgruntled and I was like oh no like people you know you go in thinking I've paid 50 bucks for this and I'm gonna get it in a week or two and then here we are five weeks later and I'm like I'm so sorry um, I've like I, I don't know my foot's peeling I can't suck it today I'm sorry like I just I don't have the <laughs> I don't have the energy. I'm exhausted, and and now I'm I'm really locked in, and and I have to. I'm like I have to see it through. There's only been uh, one person who I just refunded, and it was because he was just being a real son of a bitch about it. And I was like, you know what? I can't. I can't. I can't handle this. I contacted the OnlyFans financial department, and I was like, can you just give this man his money back, please? Just give him uh. his money back. But that's not what I want to do for everyone else. And and I also am having trouble with like I'm trying to make posts and public be publicly be like I'm so sorry like I'm so overwhelmed I'm really trying to get your content to you just as fast as I possibly can but I also don't want them to feel 
uh, upset or like um, or like they've done me dirty by ordering a custom because I value every penny, even if it was, you know, even if I was horrendously underpriced and I had no idea, I still value that they were like, yeah, I want to give my hard earned cash to this girl. Like I could take this anywhere, but I want I wanted to give this to you. Um, and so I've I've really been like trying to find a balance between like. I'm really tired and I'm really sorry. Please don't feel guilty about having ordered something from me. But also, I'm just doing my darndest. <laughs> so yeah. it's just your, been your transparency a lot. is amazing. I just want to say that's one of the the more attractive things that I had, you know, that, that brought me to you is that you're very transparent with everything, and I think that helps a lot of people empathize with what you're going through. Oh, thank you so much. That that seriously makes me so happy. And I and I guess that's that's another thing like I was saying with my my consumer empathy. It's just like I if I was in that situation, if I had 75 bucks wrapped up in this. I mean, I have an I have an Etsy store purchase that I made 8 weeks ago and you know, we're in a pandemic. And so I had to there was a, a moment where I was like, you know what? They said that this would be delivered in four weeks and they haven't even shipped it yet. And then I was like, no, hang on. Hold on. Hold the phone. Are you really about to send them a message on Etsy and ask them politely, even politely, like, hey, just checking in. Am I going to still get this? Like, bitch, sit down. Of course you're still going to get it. Like, you, you're exhausted by people doing that to you. But at the same time, I, you know, I get it. Like, I totally understand. Like, if you've placed an order for something, something that you were really, really excited, especially to place an order for, like, uh, of course you're going to be like, hey, am I still going to get that? And now I'm running into the problem where, um, you know, people ordered these five weeks ago or four weeks ago, uh, especially like four weeks ago, because the, the turnaround for subscriptions is 30 days. And I'm having to issue people um, free months because I'm like, it's the least I can do. I, I've kept you waiting this long and I still mm. haven't gotten your stuff to you. And the last thing I want is for you to be like, and then I had to shell out a whole other $7 to stick around and wait for it because some people right now with the pandemic, they're out of work still and they can't afford another $7. Like they, they came for the weekend and now they're ready to go home. And so, um, I just, you know, I, I just don't want them to feel like they've had a bad experience with me. And then not that there's a, a Yelp for, uh, for only fans, but I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't want the bad Yelp review. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. You've been, you've been in this, five six months it's been a whirlwind you've kicked ass um but just from what you've learned in these few months what would you tell other people who are like i'm gonna go kind of like you said like i'm gonna go and put my boobs on oh. on only fans but the opposite like and i'm gonna make tons of money like what would you tell those people i would tell them i mean i am an outlier <laughs> for sure like this is this sort of rocket to uh success is not normal not normal at all and this is only traditionally normal for someone who has a massive social media following when they start mm -hmm. and i didn't have that i started from zero it was a completely new twitter account completely new OnlyFans. i had absolutely nothing no background in anything and so i was learning as i went and i started from zero and so when you do that it's it's typical for you to i mean i only made 80 dollars my whole first month and I mean, I got I got four subscribers and most of that $80 was orders like custom oh. orders. And that didn't that didn't bother me or hurt my feelings. I just I knew that it was going to be it, it was just going to be something that would really take a lot of time. And with the pandemic, you know, people are a lot of work. They are like, I'm here with my boobs and they're not doing anything to pay the rent. They've been chilling out here long enough it's time they did something and um you can't uh, you can't jump into it expect to make a whole bunch of money all of a sudden and then and then what are you going to do you're going to walk away after you've put all of that on the internet forever and you so say you say you make a thousand dollars in your first month and then you're just done and then you really have to look at it from a long-term perspective because if you want there, there are some careers, like I see girls all the time, they're like, oh, I'm in school to be a, a teacher. I'm like, girl, 
you're going yeah. to college to be a teacher. Like not not knocking it. I know there are so many people who go to school for like like medical school. They put themselves through medical school and all this stuff. But like if you want to be like a high school teacher, those kids are vicious. They're going to find this. And just depending on what the climate is where you live, you may or may not get fired for that one day. Like it it depends on like is this are you are you going to be okay if the train stops here for you forever? Like if if this is it for you, are you going to be okay with that? Because it might be. You might not ever you know go on to a different profession like is is that going to be all right with you and that's yeah. not something you know people are seeing short-term dollar signs i gotta pay the rent which is totally reasonable because like i said we're in a pandemic but they you also have to look at there's going to be a cause and effect for everything you do this is a long-term effect and you know it, it it, depending on what business you want to go into down the line, it might get you in trouble. It also might not. Um, but you know, don't don't go into it expecting quick, easy money because it won't be. Don't go into it expecting there to be no long-term repercussions unless you don't show your face. But even the, if you don't show your face, you're much less likely to get business. Yeah. And so um, I don't know. There's just there's so many factors that go into it, and people do it on a whim and they don't think about it. They don't think about all of the things that go into it. They think, oh, I'm going to post one picture of my left nipple every Tuesday and I'm going to price myself $20 a month and people are going to subscribe and I'm going to get rich all of a sudden and then I'm going to hit the road. And it doesn't work like that. There were, I mean, there were a, a lot of days throughout February and March and even April and still now, I mean, I... I was pulling up to 16 hours a day, marketing, networking, advertising, just doing all of this stuff, filling orders, editing the videos. I, you're you're a, a jack of all trades whenever you jump into this because you don't have you don't have a full team behind you. You don't have you're not like a celebrity who has someone to post on their Instagram for them and and go through the DMs and and pick out which ones are real good business inquiries and which ones are people who are just trying to troll you and waste your time like. We don't have any of that. And then we have little to no rights on top of it. <laughs> so yeah. It's like, I mean, you're really, you're really signing yourself up for a full-time job and a half whenever you do this. Yeah. And so uh, people don't think about any of that whenever they first start up and they think it's just going to be so easy. And it absolutely is not because then on top of all of that, you have to, you have to market your body and, the idea that the, the biggest fear for me was the idea that people are going to look at me and go, I don't want to buy from her. Like I, she's not appealing to me. And, and that's like, that's just something you're going to have to deal with. You're going to have to deal with the fact that there are going to be people who are like, you're not my type. And you're just going to have to say, okay, cool. <laughs> like, yeah. You can't take anything personal ever again. <laughs> and so it's you're, your skin has to be extremely tough too. I mean, it's, there's just so much to it. It's not a, it's not a short term. It's not like a summer job. Don't don't treat it like a summer job. That's yeah. all I have to say. <laughs> Hi, this is Nicoletta Heidegger, therapist and sexologist, and host of the podcast Sluts and Scholars. I'm excited to answer the Pleasure Podcast question of the month, which is, what is my number one sex tip for quarantine? If you're like me and haven't been feeling super sexy while you're anxious during a pandemic, get creative. Redefine what sex and pleasure mean to you. Expand the definition beyond penetration and see if you can find other ways to feel joy and pleasure with yourself or with a partner. If you need help getting the ball rolling, try a worksheet like the ones that accompany Emily Nagoski's amazing book, Come As You Are. And of course, check out the Sluts and Scholars podcast for more sexy support. It's springtime, and that means it's time to mow your lawn. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped, you can trim the hedges below the belt safely and efficiently. Yeah, of course I'm talking about your pubes. But wait, have you thought about mowing your neighbor's lawn? You know, there's nothing more hot and more intimate than grooming a partner. In a dominant-submissive power exchange dynamic, it could be a form of service or worship or punishment, depending how long you had those weeds growing. But if you're not into that kind of role play, it can just be fun. Now, if you're going to do it, you need to know about Manscaped, the only brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming. 
Manscaped has forever changed the grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0. This kit comes with all sorts of goodies. First, the Essential Lawnmower 3.0, which is a waterproof cordless body trimmer that features a cutting-edge ceramic blade designed to reduce accidents. You'll also find in this kit the Manscaped Crop Preserver, which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Plus, there's a bunch of other awesome products, too. Subscribe to the perfect package and get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to you every three months. And for a limited time, subscribers get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag and Manscaped Boxer Briefs. In addition to all this, I'm giving you 20% off and free shipping with the code SUNNY, S-U-N-N-Y, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D dot com with the code SUNNY. Now get mowing and get friendly with your neighbors. You know, it's interesting. I'm finding more and more during the pandemic that um, Sonny and I have been very involved. We've both been sex workers. We've been involved with it in one way, shape, or form for quite a while. I have, at least, for over 20 years. Uh, but I'm finding people are coming out of the closet now a little bit more about being a sex worker. And chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, even if you don't think you know someone who's a sex worker, you do. Mm. You just don't know that you do. Your cousin, your sister, your mom, your aunt, your your uncle, anybody could be a sex worker in some capacity. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So, okay, th- it was interesting how you were saying, you know, uh, that this will stick with you forever. And if you're going to be a teacher or in some kind of profession where they really scrutinize, it could hurt your career. So now, what about you? I mean, y- you went into this not realizing it would completely blow up. Do you, are you planning on sticking with this for the long haul? Are you planning on going back eventually, or not going back, but getting, I guess, a civilian job in business? Like, what is your future trajectory and how do you think this has affected it or if it has? I, that's the question that I've, I've really like sort of wrestled with. And I had talked to, um, I had, had talked to some other people who have been in the industry for a long time. And they basically told me, they were like, if you, if you keep on keeping on how you are right now, you're not, you're probably not going to get into any situations where like, if you wanted to go on and and be an actress or you wanted to have a career in music or, or something, uh, another thing artistic, it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt your chances jumping into that. But they were like, once you sign on with a, um, like an agency or you, uh, or like a company that produces videos and stuff, they were like, that's where you really start to get into super stigmatized territory and you'll start um, losing some opportunities that, might come your way Uh, like you know you'll make a lot of money but you lose a lot of freedom and um and and leeway whenever it comes to things on down the line and that was a lot of this was like i i you know if this is where i end up is if this is where i'm just gonna be forever like i'd be happy with that i'm happy i'm my own boss i like doing it um i have fun i don't I don't do things that I don't like and I enjoy myself and I wake up every day excited to go to work and it's, it's just, it's, it's fun. And I, I love doing it. I think, I think maybe, you know, if obviously if there was a, an opportunity that came up where it was like, Hey, do you want to, you know, play a part in this show or this movie or whatever? I would love to do that. I, I don't know exactly where, um, where, my my dice will land at the moment but i i'm i'm just trying to sort of live in the now but it hasn't ruined any long-term plans of mine right it's just been i'm just going where the wind is taking me right now (laughs) because i have no idea where that is you seem to have a very good and realistic expectation of what's going on and i like from being in the industry on all sides of it for so long i think you got it nailed like it's as long as you're not signing with you know wicked or vivid or somebody like that Mm -hmm. um i I think you're going to actually make more money on your own too you're smart in how you're doing it you're obviously well researched um and i you know the one thing about your common sense i have to ask how the fuck did that hot pepper challenge really feel oh my god (laughs) oh 
my god okay Why? Now, so wait like, this set is the this old up ma- set okay, this I'm up i'm sorry sonny doesn't yeah. know about that no i do but oh, I, but the it? listeners might not okay so i'm always thinking just like savannah's always thinking of the customers i'm always thinking of the one listeners like what are you talking about what <laughs> so, <laughs> so set this up what what was the plan with all this hot sauce and what okay happened? listen I had decided that my my uh, my subscribers had all of these fun, funny questions they wanted me to answer. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to do a hot sauce challenge just like on Hot Ones. I want to be just like Hot Ones because I'm obsessed with Hot Ones. And I was like, I'm going to do Hot Ones. And I'm going to get the hot sauces. And I'm going to set them up in a gradient from least hot to please kill me. And then... I'm going to I'm going to answer questions one by one and it's going to gradually get hotter. And my best friend has um she subscribed to the Hot Ones hot sauce like box. It's like a subscription oh. box. And so she gets the hot sauces and so she got the classic hot sauce and we were like, okay, the classic hot sauce is like one of the milder ones on their show. We'll put that one first because it's the Hot Ones classic hot sauce. Why not? Well, it turns out she had a very special edition of the Hot Ones classic hot sauce that was hotter than the last dab. <laughs> Oh. And um, the last dab is is their very last one, um, <gasps> and no. uh, I did it first. And oh. I'm sitting there, and I'm th- you know I'm a weenie whenever it comes to anything spicy, and so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, God, like I popped that thing in my mouth. I had doused it in hot sauce because I was thinking, yeah, I want to be able to taste the heat on it, <laughs> and so oh. I threw that thing in my mouth, and. I've never experienced heat like that before. I never want to experience heat like that again. I was panting like a dog. I just <laughs> wanted it to stop. And and from there on out, like I feel like it's like the least satisfying hot sauce video because I did the worst one first. And so the rest of them, I'm just like, that's not that bad. Honestly, I'm just still crying from the very first one. It takes me like eight minutes to finish the first wing. And then the rest of it goes by in a flash because I'm, I'm already dead. What are you gonna do? Shoot me again? Like, (laughs) it was it was so bad. And then and then of course the the poop the next day was the worst thing that ever happened. I wasn't expecting to talk about poop today, but here we are. I feel like you should all know that we have a theme on our show. We really encourage talk about poop. I don't know what it is. Yeah, because we had the stories where we we got to do the shitty episode. Yeah, we we have like a bunch of tiny stories from like a lot of our guests. In fact, if you have a poop story later on, let us know. I cried. I cried pooping. It was um, oh, no. it was terrible. And it wasn't like a like a oh the poop hurts. It was just like I I just started tearing up. It was so hot. So question for you cuz rule 34, you know, it's like there's porn for everything, there is a fetish for everything. How much would someone have to pay you to do a custom where you ate like three or four wings with that hottest hot sauce on it? While you were masturbating. Oh. What's your price? Oh my God. <laughs> um, okay, so I would have to have a glove with the hot sauce and then not get anywhere near it with any other appendage on my body. Yeah, you gotta um, have a wing hand and a badge hand to yeah. keep those separate. <laughs> I tell you what, that would be we would be approaching the five thousand dollars ter- territory at that point. I am <laughs> I am I have PTSD from that wing. Oh. Okay, wait. Let's let's add in. You also have to wear a Boba Fett outfit. All right, we might bump it back down to like one thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to buy me the outfit? And is it going to be like near screen accurate? That's, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No. If they buy yes me yes. the outfit on top of the outfit, like a really good one. Like if I can't join the Rebel Legion or not, it wouldn't be the Rebel Legion. If I can't join the five hundred first after Vader's fist. Yeah. Yeah, if I can't, if I can't join them after you buy me this costume and I do this video for you, then it's no de- no deal, no deal. All right. Well, we'll see. Someone out there listening. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Can I ask you a personal question? Please. Have you ever done it in a stormtrooper outfit? No, I don't own. Sadly, I don't own a stormtrooper outfit, but I do a, a lot of. Um, do your fans know you don't own a stormtrooper outfit? They do. I have an X-Wing outfit, an X-Wing pilot uniform. Oh, I saw that. Yes. And um, and I have like a Rey cosplay and some Leia cosplays. And I Rey is, Rey is the hot commodity right now. She is yeah. the most popular 
request by far. Wow, really? Um, well, yes. I'm old, so I, I actually saw. But New Ray Hope and in Kylo the Ren. Ray oh. and Kylo Ren. That was that was a hot. That was the hottest hot actual. Ho, like the kissing your sister on the bridge thing wasn't nearly as hot as. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Hotter than that fucking hot sauce, man. I'm telling you. Every it, day I wake up and I'm so sad that they didn't get to have like nightmare children together. Right. Like, can you imagine how god awful their kids would be? Because first of all, they'd be terrible parents, and then you've got these like Skywalker Solo Palpatine shit babies that they oh would my have. God, can you yeah. just imagine the destruction? The galaxy would be so put out all over again. Just like God, damn, can you? Yeah, I think that needs and, to be and, another chapter. And then they were sent to the same preschool as uh, the Mandalorian kid. Oh my God! Baby yes. Yoda and in the Hell oh Children. Oh God! Yes. Oh, God. oh my God! The shenanigans, the tomfoolery. I yeah no. I would watch. I would watch eight seasons of that. Yeah. 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 All right. Favorite Star Wars character? Go. Oh shit! Oh shit! Why did you put me on the spot like this? Um, I I I I really like I really like Ray. I think I. I really like Ray. I mean, Second I. Second question: Who shot first? Han. Oh, good answer. Oh, good answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wait, I have one. Oh, I have you one got more one Star more? Wars. Okay. I'm at least one more. Yeah. But I have one, one more Star Wars. All right. So, out of all, uh, which is your favorite movie? Oh, I can't answer that. They're like my kids. You know what? Parents have favorite kids. Yeah. Who do you like best? Come on, don't lie. Don't bullshit us. I don't. You've got one that's Rogue One. It's Rogue One. And I'm okay, sorry. Thank you. No, I'm sorry. Rogue One was good. I liked it. I'm sorry. It's Rogue One. Don't be sorry. It's Rogue One. It's you, okay. Right now, you're being a Star Wars emotional sadist, I Ken. Am. I am. <laughs> I'm sweating. If only you guys could see how much I'm sweating. <laughs> All right. Say, so. say Han get in the Falcon in. Wookie, if you need a safe word, okay. Just... <laughs> and you imagine like you you go and ham on someone, and then all of a sudden they're like, <laughs> <laughs> that's not even close. <laughs> it's nowhere near in close. The Falcon in the Falcon. <laughs> oh my god, oh, I'm dying. I'm dying. Okay, so I I have a couple more things at least I want to ask. One is. What now? Like your OnlyFans is is fucking on fire. Like your asshole was the day after the hot sauce, <laughs> and you. I mean, who do you think? Like, oh no, am I at the top of my game? Are things going to get shitty? Do you foresee things getting better and bigger? Do you do you foresee yourself going on other platforms? Do you have like brand deals in the works? Like, what's happening? <laughs> Nothing is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is what's happening for me right now. This is this is extremely exciting, and people are asking me to be on podcasts with them, and I'm just very very stoked that anyone wants to talk to me about anything ever. So I'm. Um, this is what I've got going on for me right now. I don't have I don't have any long term plans or goals. I'm just trying to. Uh, I feel like I feel like I've been strapped to a rocket, and I'm just hanging on. And so. Um, I'm just trying to, as I go, pick out things like, hey, that's something I really need to invest my time in. And you know what? No, that, that's probably not for me. I, could, I need to just let go of that and give that up because my attention can be better elsewhere. So, but I don't have, I don't have any, anything really going on or like happening right now. But I'm just, uh, I'm just rolling. I'm just rolling. And I'm just, I'm just taking whatever comes. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> so I got to do my best what? Palpatine here. We will watch young Soto's career with great interest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now that we're doing accents, I love your characters that have like the old timey movie mid-Atlantic <gasps> oh! accent. <laughs> Will you mid-Atlantic accent? Will you mid-Atlantic accent for me, Savannah? Please, Savannah, do it for both of us. Please. I've got to get in my character first. Oh. Oh. It's so beautiful, it makes me weep. Thank, thank you, Sonny. I, I'm honored to be here. I, I can't believe that you asked me to come today. And I'm, 
I'm just so pleased. Oh, <laughs> oh you're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, I fucking love it. Okay, so there needs to be a whole porn of like old Catherine Hepburn kind of like, Oh dear, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure anyway, there will be. yeah, oh bet. my god, I can make that happen. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. absolutely, I can make that happen. Or oh. the Mid Atlantic accent using Star Wars lines. Oh, <gasps> ooh, oh. like a recreation, a recreation of Star Wars with like the, the cantina scene. Oh my god, that would be so much fun. I don't know why, but my brain immediately was like, do do all of General Grievous's lines, but in or a minute. Oh god, that would be <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> I keep thinking about like I need to I need to have someone like let me like get up on their back or at least lend me their arms so that I can like swing around all four lightsabers at once. <laughs> That's been on my mind a lot recently. I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my maybe god! Maybe I'm a general. And then, grievous and then you can double up and be it. like Luke and Yoda. You know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. <sighs> good. So transition from one to the other. You see, I've I've really been thinking about a Dagobah Luke, like a sexy Dagobah Luke cosplay, Ooh. complete with oh, backpack Yoda. I thought you meant like masturbation fantasy. Oh, oh that too. That too. Cut open the tauntaun. Cut open the tauntaun. <laughs> So now I'm starting to think about Yoda with a mid-Atlantic accent. <laughs> I saw the funniest tweet the other day, and it was like, what if whenever baby Yoda learns to talk, he talks normal, and then we all realize that Yoda was just a fucking freak? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. So it turns out that you are as cool as you appear to be on the Internet. Oh. So congratulations. <laughs> Achievement God. unlocked. I can't believe I lived up to the hype for once in my life. Oh. It's true. It's not just flashy Twitter magic. <laughs> it's real. This has been fucking amazing. Thank you. You know, I, I just hope that people listen to this and they discover who you are because you're fucking hilarious. Whether it's just on Twitter, whether it's on OnlyFans. Speaking of which, where can we find you on yeah. the internet? Oh, yes. You can find me on Twitter at Savannah underscore solo. And you can find me on OnlyFans at Savannah solo. Uh, it's S-A-V-A-N-N-A-H solo, just like Han. And um, and that's that's where you can find me. Uh, I'm also on Instagram, but I'm really not active. It's uh, just X Savannah solo X. But yeah, that's that's all the places in the world you can get a hold of me. <laughs> awesome. Yay. Thank you. This has been fun. Are you still tinkling in your pants, Ken? I will be for the next hour, but that's because I'm 51. <laughs> okay. You need one of those poise pads in your boxers. <laughs> I think so. But I you know, I will walk around semi-erect while doing so because Savannah Solo. So I'm just okay. gonna... <laughs> I'm so honored. <laughs> well, Thank you, thank and you. I can't wait thank you. to hear what the fuck you're going to do next. I know it's going to be amazing. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm like very quietly fangirling. This is so wonderful. Aww. I had so much fun. Give us a mid-Atlantic goodbye. I, I, oh my god, get out of my brain. This, <laughs> this is, is why we're married. I oh my just going to ask that. Okay. Drift compatible. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> goodbye, American Sex Podcast. Goodbye, my dear. I will treasure our time together. Always. Ken's dying. Okay, bye. All right, darling, go make me a Manhattan. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Okay. Thanks for listening to American Sex. To keep up with Ken and I, we'll first make sure you watch our TV show, Sex with Sunny Megatron, on Showtime. Then visit SunnyMegatron.com. There you can learn more about us, read our blog, peruse our workshop calendar, or hire us. For what? Well, either for private coaching, or to book us to teach at your event or university, or as sex and relationship writers for your publication. Oh, and don't forget, we're on social media, too. I'm the super social one, so you can find me as Sunny Megatron on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, my YouTube channel, and a bunch of other places. But if you want to get me on Snapchat, you got to look for Sunny underscore Megatron, and you can follow Ken on Twitter at at tag Psychicken. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-K-E-N. 
Also, please support us by shopping with the affiliates and sponsors from our breaks. And if you contribute to our Patreon, we're going to love you forever. Well, we're going to love you forever anyway, but just go with it. Lastly, if you like this broadcast, tell people about it. Tweet it, Facebook status it, and rate it on iTunes and other platforms. Thanks, friends. We'll see you next week on American Sex.